You're listening to the GGC Life Podcast, weekly messages from our Sunday services. We hope this message encourages you. Be blessed. Cool. So um, for those, uh, there are some uh, new faces here. If you don't know me, my name is Josiah. I um, so I was going to leave this to the end, but I'm only 21 years of age. I know. Shock, shock horror. Um, I'm the, the second son of Leo and Christine over here. Um, one of the deacons at church, and that's pretty much as much of an introductory you need of myself. Give me a second. Engaged to the beautiful Sophie Lohman in the back, doing words over there. All right. Cool. Yeah, so look, over the last few weeks, we've been going over the topic of finances. So if you have been here, or if this is your first time, or first in like a month's time, um, we have been going through a series of finances. This is um, either the last or next week, so the final kind of uh, messages around that. But so it's really cool. It's really exciting because I get to, in some sense, bring it, you know, bring it home. Um, the title of my message tonight is, if you are writing notes, and if you're not writing notes, I understand because sometimes I like to just listen, but maybe even record it on your phone because then you can write notes when you're at home. <laughs> so the title of my message is Less of Me and More of You. For those that want to turn to the Bibles, Proverbs 11.24, you can look at it whichever version you like, but I'm going to re- be reading from the AMPC. I'll give you two seconds to go there because I I've, I've always get feedback. Just let the guys turn to the Bibles. Are we excited for a good night? I know I am. Cool. So Proverbs 11.24, there are those who generously scatter abroad and yet increase more. And there are those who withhold more than it is fitting or what it is justly due, but it results only in want and poverty. So there are those who generously scatter abroad and yet increase more. And there are those who withhold more than it is fitting or what it is justly due, but it results only in want and poverty. Now what I wrote down here is those who invest outwardly are generous in their lifestyle increase, not only in the physical sense. So like what that means is, just I just want to quickly break it up before I get into the heart of my message. I want to tell you a bit about my story, like what's what's happened in my life. But the the heart of that, and, and it'll open more. But as we give off, I want us to really catch this. This this Proverbs eleven twenty four is the the core of the message. Is it's it's constantly bouncing backwards and forwards. Whether I may reference to it or not, you'll be able to link it constantly back to this verse. And it's I think it's a really really wise proverb. So as, as, we, as we give off, as, as we generously scatter abroad, we also increase more. So as we give out, it's actually, we're giving, we're giving out, we're giving to God, and it's, it's less, less of us. So right, and are generous in their lifestyle increase, not only in the physical sense, but also in a spiritual sense, as they're bonded by the monetary idol. Then there are people who don't give when it is suitable to be giving, or when it's due, and in doing that, they're left in a space of want and poverty. Like that's that poverty mindset. A mindset where you are living in less and an attitude of greed then develops. That's that whole want. When you try to hold, that's, that's a greed. It's the, it's the selfishness. Which creates, yes, our attitudes to what God has um, set out. Another verse for those that want to write this down. I just want to give, you, give you guys a few verses just so as we're speaking constantly. Just go like... My story and where I've been in my life is like as a testimony actually to the word. 
and, and to what it looks like to be obedient to, to God's word. So Matthew 6.21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So let me ask you tonight, what do you treasure? Have a little ponder. What, what, what is it that you treasure? Arkin's pointing to the Lord. It's a good right answer. That's it. What is it that you prioritize in your life? Is it your footy games? Is it soccer? Is it Fortnite? Is it your wife? Is it your children? Your family? All these things, it doesn't need to be bad things, but some of these things are actually great things. But is this the, the priority of life? Is this like our utmost focus? The whole idea of less of me, more of you is, and we touched on it this morning, but God is our number one. And I feel quite often in like our day and age, and just in general, money can can always can be can be put to the forefront of our life, and it's important. We've been discussing like money is mentioned in the Bible, and I think it's so important uh, for it also to be um, to be addressed. So, what do you find yourself? This is a good question. What do you find yourself doing, or where do you see yourself often being for most part of the week? Like, where's your where's your mind consumed? Where is your time consumed? Like, where is that treasure? Is it at work? I want to open up our mind. Like, are we finding ourselves constantly working? And it's like, is it back to this, oh, I need to provide for myself, I need to provide for myself, I need to provide for myself. Is it in the Word? Is it going, oh, like, God, I'm seeking you, I'm seeking your face, I'm, I, I, I want to see your call over my life. Less of me, more of you. What do you treasure? And where is your heart situated in your life? And I think that question holds so much weight and, as we, and it might not be an answer, you may, may be able to give yourself some time. Take 30 minutes at home. Take an hour, take three hours. Like put on some worship music, put on some classical music. And really, just get before God and, and where is your heart? Because we've got to acknowledge where we're at to then also bring it then before the Lord. We need to know, we need to know that. And as we bring it to God, He then helps us move through that and pass that. Yeah? So, my life. Now, um, a li- little bit of backstory of me. Um, you know, grow- growing up, I've always, always been taught, you know, a- the principle of tithing. Um, so, by definition, if you don't know, tithe means 10%. Um, and how I see it is it's the gross. It's the b- before even we give, give to tax. Okay? Um, now, the first time, I remember holding it so dearly, the first time I've ever tithed, was um, in year 12. So I never, like a lot of people here, like worked at school. I just did school. Um, so the first actually real income other than birthday money from time to time that I got was I, got, I received an award in year 12. And it was the Suntan uh, Defense Force Leadership Award. And it was a pretty cool award. Um, didn't have to do much except be myself. And you got a $500 check for it. So I, I, was, I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And the first thing, because it was ingrained for me from a young age, was tithe i didn't think what am i going to spend with it i went wow what an honor i can't wait to tithe hand on heart it was like just that was the forefront of my focus so i went 50 dollars straight uh like i checked check the bank first thing i did as soon as it went into the account was you know withdraw withdrew 50 and um made sure it was in the bucket and then i actually took out i did 100 i took out another 50 because i wanted to offer even more so i was only left with 400 and in the physical sense we can often see and go oh but you just gave a fifth 
of all of you just said, you have 400 left. What are you going to do with that? And let's be honest, I wasn't working. And, you know, I just finished school. So you want to go socialize with people. You want to go dinners. You want to do things. And like a guy that's not earning money, you know, that does. It, go, it goes a long way. So that was the first time. And I kid you not, one, the next week, it was a Thursday. I remember my grandfather messaging me randomly. Such a blessing. And this happened, this, uh, this is just one story. It happened story after story, $300 in your bank account. Like, and that was, and I, I don't go, oh, coincidence, like Papa would have, you know, did that. Anyway, that was, I, yeah, I, when I give, I go, Father, less of me, more of you. Less of me. It, this, this, this money that's been given to me, it wasn't mine. I, it's, it's uh, as, again, Dad touched on this morning, if you were here, God gave this to us. We're just, we're just giving it back to Him. So it wasn't where I was attached to this. And I want to constantly live out a principle. I encourage you guys to live out a principle where, you know, we, we don't hold monetary as Id- idolization. I hate the idea of idolizing money. Now, I, I'd love, I'd love, love, I really enjoy talking about it because, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about business, you know, and I, I'll get into my story. But that was the forefront. Let's, let's just not idolize money. So I'll, real quickly, I go through my testimony. So I straight out to school actually had the opportunity then um, to do personal training. So I was personal trainer, um, which was really cool actually. You know, I didn't go any holidays. Two weeks after my final exam, I went straight into studying. And then straight into um, studying, I went into working full-time six days a week. And again, it was, there was a common principle. Income came in and it was like, and please hear my heart. Please, please hear my heart. This, you know, this is not me saying, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. I want you to go seek God for yourself, okay? And obviously, I'm speaking for those that call this place their home when we're talking about the concept of tithe. You know, this isn't like, oh, church wants your money. Like, I'm, 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 I work, I'm, I don't work for the church. I, I work for a business. So yeah, I went to PT, and then from PT, I went to a job at Max, uh, uh, Max Employment, okay? So it was a lot of administrative role, doing like recruiting, and I was only there for a short period of time, okay, for six months. And it's really interesting, you see, you see this common trait, and it's like, is this a personality thing, or is this like, um, is this actually God-ordained? And I can tell you why I, why I honestly strongly hold that this is God-ordained. I had this particular job for six months, and I, didn't, I wasn't enjoying it too well. Moved to... Um, I was actually referred to a role as a store manager. No retail experience, no management experience. But see, out of principle of ongoing lifestyle of going, no, I'm giving God first, giving God first, there's doors that just open. And it's, it's unexplained, but as you give out, God then provides and opens the next door. And you can actually walk into the next situation of your life. Now, I was at this place for six months and loving it. Amazing. It's great. And then the company actually administrated and closed down. I'm like, oh, great. Like I finally enjoyed a place. And it was a six-month block again. And then uh, I moved to another company, uh, like a suit store. And I was sell- selling suits, doing really well. And it was, it was really funny because no experience in this. But every store, every customer I interacted with, it was just like it was gl- glorified by God because he was the forefront always. It was, I was serving him, not serving my boss. And as the money came in, it was I'm, I'm giving it back to him and, and, and his kingdom. If you can follow me with like figures, like even like just another testimony just around like the whole offer, offering side of things. Uh, two, it was two, two years ago? No. 
yeah, a year ago, um, we did half, half of the house so to, to the date. And it was, we did a kingdom finances where we offered um, above tithe and offering. So, and this is the power of this offering and how God actually loves just the heart of selflessness and goes, and, and, and he really, he does, he honors that. And in the course of the, course of the year, I, I couldn't afford to just uh, fork out X amount. Um, to put in context how much I committed to, you know, giving towards, you know, our kingdom finances, which is towards our building, was 10% of my gross wage. That's not inclusive of already 10% of tithe and probably about another 5, 10% of offering. And then you can put tax in there, you know, that you could look in in the physical sense and go, Josiah, like, you have like nothing to live on. You're trying to save for a house. You're trying to, you know, you're going to get married one day. You want to buy a ring, you want to buy a house. And quite commonly, we can think this less is going to limit my future steps. But see, on a day-to-day basis, in that time, like as I'm moving jobs, I never once thought, never once, like, if I hold this, I'm going to have more for later. I never once thought, if I don't give, that means I can actually save more. Never once. Never, never once. And it was a principle. It was really funny. So, um, as soon as I committed to that, we wrote a pledge out to the church and I said, I'm going to give X amount, which was 10% of my entirety gross, gave that promotion, 20% more than what I was originally getting. Huge growth. Year clock's over, which is about now. Uh, a few weeks ago, I put in the final uh, like payment because I was doing a monthly installments for this uh, Kingdom Finances and... Honestly, to the date, this is, this is crazy. To the date, I have been with this new business, but new promotion. And from where I was a year ago, 40% increase of where I was at. 40, 40%. So you can look at yourself then. And let, let me tell you now, if I was in this mind of just me and just stagnant me and going, oh, I just want to work on me and I'm not nothing in the future. And it's just, it's, it's me, it's me, it's me. Like, I, I would be there on that wage, which was fine, which is, you know, below, you know, the average Australian whatever. But I, I would have been there, and I would have been just doing my job, and, and, that's, and that's it, stagnant. But in stepping out in faith, going, no, I'm investing into the kingdom. No, I'm investing into the church, because I'm seeing this body advance, and I want to be a part of that, and a part of God's kingdom. And as I partner with God, nothing stands in my way, because He owns all things. And as we understand that He owns all things... It's, it's not a question of, oh, will I be able to provide for this? Will I be able to do this? Will I be able to do that? And God's just, just, just unfolding, unfolding, unfolding. At one point in my life, I uh, uh, did it for six months. I committed to, and, and this is just, again, this, it's, not, it's not about me. It's less of me. It's more of Him. But I committed to going, I, I wanted to break off this mindset of like, oh, money's money. I need to save. I need to save. And above tithes and offering, I felt... I just, uh, once a month, I wanted to give $100 to someone. I didn't know how, I didn't know what I would do. It just be, could be to an older person, a younger person, could to be a stranger, could be to my best friend. It just, I prayed about it. And then, and $100 for some maybe, for some might be, oh, that's nothing. But then for some people like, oh, that's a whole lot of money. But I committed in my heart to go, this is away from me and I'm going to invest it into others because that's, that's, that's God blessing them. And, and every time I would do it, there was a principle inside of me that went, I'm actually praying over this. So as I tithe it, I'm not, I, please, side note, if anyone that does like electronic, like direct debiting, I would actually encourage you, unless you're a forgetful person, not to even set it up as an automatic payment. 
Because for me personally, I like to pray over that as I'm doing it. The income comes in and I go, all right, get my pay slip. What's my gross payment? X amount. Let's go. Click. And then before I hit pay, I'm, I'm sitting down. And I honestly give it at least two minutes. Doesn't need to be, a, you know, hour of prayer. Doesn't need to be just, just quick. But just, Father, thank you for this. I pray that it blesses the kingdom. I pray that it advances the kingdom. Father, I pray that you grow this, you multiply this, and I trust this. I'm putting this in your hands. It's not about me, and, and this is for you and for your kingdom. Boom. And it's just exponential growth. And I can't explain it. Like, from, one, from once, I moved, you know, moving from company to company, there was actually this uh, correlation of like six, six month growth, six month uh, at one business. And for different reasons, different businesses were closing down. And it was, you know, all really interesting. But to be in the position that I'm at now with such a large company, I wouldn't be able to do this role if I wasn't with the max employment, the administrating role. Because in my current role, I need administration. But then in this current role, I also need the sales skills that I did in the suit store. But then in this current role, I also need the experience of management that I've done with uh, like surf, dive and ski as a multiple cluster store manager. So every past place I've been to, I wouldn't actually be able to be in the position I'm in without going through those experiences. But see, sometimes we're like, I'm here and I just want to see myself over there, and we're getting ourselves, we're trying to push ourselves over there, and we keep going there, and we just get stumbled back. We keep moving there, and we just keep get, getting stumbled back. And it's, it's sometimes it's like a loop, but then God's just asking you just, whilst you're here, I'm spitting a lot, whilst you're here, be, um, be faithful with what I've given you. Tithe, like the, the principle of tithe is before, you know, the government takes his tax, like you, you're giving to God first because God's on one. Tithe isn't just 10%. It means your first fruits. Okay, so it means the first bit. So before I even split up and divvy up my, you know, accounts to savings, to house, to this, to that, I'm going, this is how much I got. got. 10%, boom, God. Now let's look at what else I have. Let's offer. Now let's look what else I have. Let's go bless that person. Now let's, and look, it is like wisdom. Again, we touched on over the last few weeks. Like, let's not do things unwise. You've got to look at your, you know, outgoings versus your ingoings. Like, we don't want to be spending more than actually coming in because then that's unwise. But we, when, when we're wise with our finances, then God can also um, ordain that. Are we following? Yes. Cool. One Timothy six. I want to encourage you if you could read the whole chapter. But for time's sake, we're just going to read um, verses 7 to 12. You guys understand the heart I'm coming from? Like, it's, it's not a, a way where I'm like, oh, you know, you need to be doing this. You need to be doing that. This is, you, you do it as you please. But I, I'm just sharing with you my experiences in how these principles that I've taken in place, these actions, these steps that I've taken have enabled me to be in a position where I'm at now. And at the age of 21, I manage over 50, 60 staff, you know, a multi-million dollar business per se. And, you know, you have uh, managers under me. Uh, but this is not just because I'm great. In fact, I actually couldn't even do this role. And uh, I don't, who knows why I'm here. <laughs> but, no, but honestly, it's, it's actually not about me. I'm not saying, oh, look how cool I am. Because 
I wouldn't be here if I didn't go through the other steps of being diligent and going, let me, let me bless this. Let me go in here. God, let me be faithful. Let me pray into this. Like, let me pray for my elders. Let me pray for the leaders. Let me pray for those in the body of the church. Like, the church is the people. You guys here are the church. We're one community, one body. And when we tithe and when we invest, we're saying less of me, more of you, God, more of the body of the church. Let me invest into what God's, bless, what God's kingdom is. Because this is God's kingdom on earth. And we're called to live it out as it is in heaven, yeah? All right, we there. 1 Timothy 6, verse 7. <clears throat> For we brought nothing into the world, and obviously we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we shall be content or satisfied. But those who crave to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish, useless, godless, and hurtful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction and miserable perishing. Highlight this verse, verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evils. This is a common one used. It is through this craving that some have been led astray and have wandered from faith. I like how he's, he's like, we've wandered. It's just you straight away. Sometimes people don't even realize it's happening because you're just focusing on work or how can I provide, how can I provide. It's not you providing, it's God providing. And pierce themselves through with many acute uh, pangs. But as for you, O man of God, flee from all these things. Aim at and pursue righteousness, right standing with God and true goodness, godliness, which is the loving fear of God and being Christ-like. Faith, love, steadfast patience and gentleness of heart. So it's only the love of money that is the root of evil. That love. For the love of money is the root of all evils. It is through this craving that some have been led astray and have wandered from the faith. Now it's okay to provide, like it's, it's good. We want to provide for our family. We want to, you know, see ourselves financially secure. Um, but again, just back to like just my life. It's, it's as, I, as I'm doing step by step, it's God, this is not about me. As I pray into like my days, like every morning, get up and, you, and you, you're blessing today and we're thanking God for it. Less of me, more of you. Where are we shifting that? Like what's it? And as, as we do it, something else will feel iffy because that was actually the idol of our life. And as we pray, less of me, more of you, that thing will actually be highlighted. And that's a great thing because then you can actually acknowledge what it is in your life that may be that hindrance uh, between, you know, the, the fullness and continuing to walk in. So less of me, God, more of you. Less, less of me, more of you. Less of me, more of you. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. So yeah, let me ask you again. What is it that you treasure? Like this whole message isn't necessarily around finances. We're going through the series of finances. That's why I'm kind of hyping and touching a bit on there. But it's also the idea of like, what are we idolizing in our life? Like, is, is it the concept of work? And like, sometimes I get caught up in that. Like I love, I know I'm a weird guy. I love working. I love seeing results. Like, you know, I like seeing the numbers on papers and seeing like line graphs and number graphs. Like, I know that sounds weird to some, but like, I enjoy that. But I need to make sure that's not the focus of, of where I'm at. But that me being in the, in the business I'm in, me being in the place that I'm in is not for me, but then the more I grow in self and, you know, uh, and grow in finances has actually helped to develop and push the church because let's be honest, like church, churches are non-for-profit. Like church, like we do things, like there, there's, you know, uh, we, have, we have the privilege, it's a privilege to have three or four full-time, maybe five, I don't, I don't know, I'm not doing the numbers in the head, three, let's say four full-time staff 
as well as a couple here and there that do a day a day a week. Yeah? But to do that is actually enabling every single one of us to be able to see it here. Like the roof over our heads, like the lights, like, you know, when it's winter to have a heater, like these things we're actually putting towards this and the stretching of the kingdom to be able to, you know, send our pastors off overseas, to be able to send people like interstate and to empower others. Yeah, we're being a part of something bigger. So yeah, there's no, money's not evil. There's no problem in being wealthy. But just hear my heart. Like it's just an understanding of going, how are we managing that? Like what's our focus? You can be wealthy. You know, it's, there's two people. You can be a wealthy guy with like wealth as your, your idol, your God. Or you can be wealthy with going, you know, God's my idol, but I, I'm using my wealth to advance his kingdom because I'm promoting what he has installed for, for his for his life. Like if we're like, think about the churches are doing amazing things, like running charity. Like those charities aren't, a organization that just develops money. Those charities come out of the, the heart of the church, the heart of those giving. Those kids overseas that are, you know, getting orphanages built from, like there's many times we've sent our guys to help build churches and uh, offices and schools like in India and other places. That stuff just doesn't happen just because we went over there and started digging mud in the ground and started building bricks. Like that, this stuff costs finances and that's because we're being a part of that. And we often look in ourselves and go, how can like like all this bad stuff happen in the world? Like there's all this like why like why does God let this happen? Why does God let that happen? We touched it again on this morning. Like God gave us free will to act. Like like that. There's a lesson me more of you. And as we say that, we see we see like the eyes of God, and we see the problems in the world. And as as we see those problems in the world, we're not looking at it from the perspective and the view of going, why is that happening? Why would God let that happen? It's wow. Okay, there's a problem. Let's fix it. Yeah? Are we, are we fixing what we see? It's something I say like to the guys, you know, at work, a big thing I always hype on is if you see something, clean it. Like we sometimes we walk past things maybe at home and your mum might tell you this, your sisters, your wife, your husband, whatever. But it's like you see the mess and it's like, oh, just going to keep working. I didn't see that one. I'll let someone else clean it up. Yeah? And we, sometimes we just leave it and we just let it, let it be a mess because it's like, I hope the next person picks it up because I was too lazy to go like in the bin. Like how hard is that? Come on. But then how hard is it for us to be a part of God's bigger picture for this world? Do you want to be a part of the bigger picture in this world? Like do you have a passion to actually uh, to build orphanages overseas? Honestly, I'd encourage you, like come up to dad over here and just go, when you're at India next, can we organize for like these things to be built? And I want to help fund that. I'm sure he could organize it. I'm sure there's plenty of kids out there that are looking for orphanages, looking for homes, looking for shelter. Like if you see that need, like we can help you meet that. You know, like let's, let's be encouraged and let's actually act on, on what's there before us. Yeah. Are, are we being wise with, with our finances? Are we governing that in a way that's promoting the kingdom? We're good. We're alive. So I just wanted to make this clear as well. Like tithing isn't just a new thing created by the, like, the New Testament, like the, the new body church. Like it's not just us here in the modern day going, you know, we need your money. Like that's, it was, it's an Old Testament thing. Abraham did it. He gave, he, he committed to giving his, like his first, firstborn. It's a principle of going, God, you have my first and you have my all. It was when a sheep, you know, gave birth to a lamb, 
you, you take that lamb and if it was pure and not speckled and spotted, you sacrificed it to God, not knowing if that sheep had any, had any more kids in it. Because let me tell you right now, if that sheep did not have any more lambs to, to give birth to, then that's your family's life. So there's this whole faith aspect of going, God, pure speckled lamb, non-speckled lamb, I'm, I'm giving it to you because I'm trusting in your kingdom. I'm doing it your way. And it's not an act of like, uh, and again, we've been touching it the last few weeks. God doesn't just want, like we, we, don't, we don't have like a God's BSB and account number where we just go, cool, you guys transfer it in. We're directing it to him. Like it doesn't work like that, but it's, it's us trusting in the elders, but then it's also en- enabling us to, Put, like to, to move out in the kingdom. It's so that this is where I was getting at. The the whole trust aspect. Like, God, this this is you. I'm I'm giving it to you because I'm trusting you to also then provide. Yeah? yeah. Mark twelve, forty one to forty-four. If we can turn there, please. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering bucket box. Many rich people put in large sums. Mark 12, 41 or 44, if you didn't catch that. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny, one penny. He called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all of those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had. All she had to live on. Now, I'm not saying to you, empty your bank accounts, guys. I'm not saying that. Just just catch the heart here. Less of me, more of you. So this poor widow didn't think, I need these two copper coins, this penny, to provide for my next thing. She knew that's only going to last her however long, yeah? She went, less of me, God, more of you. I'm giving this to you because I know you're going to provide my next steps. The heart of the widow was not for me, but it was for the kingdom. And yeah, the story doesn't speak on what Jesus did afterwards. I actually personally feel that she went and, and ensured that she was blessed and blessed abundantly. I, I, I'm confident and I feel just God doesn't just see things and, and let it go out. It's actually the only place in the Bible. Again, write this, this one down. Uh, Malachi 3, 10 to 12, if you're writing notes. Uh, it's again, another popular verse. It's the whole bring the whole tithe into the, uh, we don't have time to read it, but bring the tithe into the storehouse that you may have food. It's the only place, it's the only thing in the Bible that God actually says you can test me in this. Yeah. The act of giving is, ste- is a stepping stone in trust. Being generous is as much as it is for you than it is for them. See, being dr- generous actually liberates the money, the idolization away from yourself and actually enables God to be that, that forefront. So being generous, let me say that again, being generous is as much as it is for you than it is for them. The act of giving, listen to this, the act of giving removes self from the materialistic. The act in giving removes self from greed. The act of giving creates more room for more to be given. 
The act of giving opens up the heavens for financial protection. Amen. Speaks all, all around the Bible. As you, as you give, you're actually inviting God to protect your finances, protect your flock, protect your, to your income, your, your, your livelihood. The act of giving actually opens up financial flow. Yeah, so at the act of giving, God then sees that finance is in your, is in your idol. So he actually can pour more money through you to enable, to keep enabling the kingdom. But in you enabling a kingdom, he's also looking after you and your own financial security. He's not going to let you go in debt and, and uh, suffer as, you know, everything else goes around. He's, he's protecting your, king, your finances and more can flow through you. Um, real quickly. This, this principle is evident in like the stories of King Solomon, uh, King David, representing also in figures in our day and age. So listen to this. Lifetime donations, Bill Gates, 27 billion. And this was, I think, uh, 2015, so it was a few years ago, updated. He's donated $27 billion. His net worth, 84 billion. So his generosity index is 32%. Warren Buffett, 21.5 billion. Net worth, 61 billion. Generosity index, 35%. John Huntsman, senior, 1.2 billion. Net worth, listen to this, 940 million. Generosity index, 128%. Through, listen to this, I love this one because he didn't even have the money, but he was giving it. How? Because as he gives out, more finances can flow through. And it's a principle that God put in place, but even the secular world, like some of these guys are Christians, not all of them, but even the secular world understand that as I actually give out, there's actually more that comes through and more that's provided. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also, yeah? Now, just to close, if this is where you do call yourself, like, call yourself, like this is your home and this is your, your church home, then yeah. Act on that as a tithe. It's principle, it's in the Bible. And if you want to actually know more about it, then please come forward. Like, I'll speak to you. The elders here will speak to you more about it. But I want to encourage you in that. If not, like, yeah, go back to your home church and actually participate in what it is to be a part of the kingdom. So it takes a collective community, Christ-fearing church for the progression of the kingdom of God. But with disunity, we can't expect for the furthering to happen. We are one body that must function unified. Generosity is a principle, not a price to be paid. It's an act of love and develop selflessness for God to do more through you. Less of me, more of you. We, the body, are giving to the body, the church. This community, we are investing on seeing His word be brought forward. And like, who wouldn't want to be a part of it? Yeah? You've been listening to the GGC Life Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. For more, please visit our website, ggclife.com or email us, ggclife at ggclife.com. From our house to yours, be blessed.